0: This is Special Prosecutor, Larry Clayman.
2: I'm the only lawyer ever to obtain a court ruling that a president of the United States committed a crime. For
0: truth, for competition.
2: As a young lawyer, I helped break up AT&T. That's why you have all your cell phones today.
0: For sovereignty, for the Republic.
2: I'm the guy who at Judicial Watch, which I founded, uncovered the Chinagate scandal. Millions of dollars going to the Clinton campaign, corrupting our political system.
0: For the privacy of citizens.
2: And I'm the only guy who have joined the National Security Agency from mass surveillance. And hundreds of millions of Americans
0: tearing it up.
2: I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice.
0: Bringing it back.
2: We're going to take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers.
0: It's not just talk.
2: We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Klayman, special prosecutor, is making the news.
0: And now here's Larry.
2: Welcome to this edition of Special Prosecutor with Larry Klayman. We just don't report the news. We make the news, and we're making the news every single day. And that's the difference between us and other public interest groups like Judicial Watch, which I founded in 1994. They get documents mostly. They don't have experienced trial lawyers working for them. I'm a trial lawyer of 40 years. So I have the ability to take action, strong action, and that's what we need. And I hope that the president, and I'm going to call this an open letter to President Trump, He's doing a fantastic job today, or just rather this week. Uh, it's been revealed that our growth rate is 4%. Uh, we've got uh, millions of new jobs. Uh, he's getting some concessions from North Korea. The remains of servicemen are being sent back. Uh, he's threatening Iran. It's long time that they be threatened. Frankly, I hope they do provoke us. And frankly, uh, I'll be blunt. I hope we bomb the shit out of them. Excuse the language. You can bleep that one. But the reality is, that this president is very important to the future of this country. And he's not being well served. He's being dragged along. There's a dark cloud over the horizon in terms of Robert Mueller and the special counsel's investigations. And the biggest problem this president has had, because his instincts are very good. His instincts are to be a fighter. That's the way I am. And that's why I identify with him. What president in American history would criticize the judiciary for being politically corrupt? What president in American history would seek to build a wall for greater security on the Mexican border? What president in American history would take on Black Lives Matter, Louis Farrakhan and others, and at the same time do whatever he can to help African Americans economically and otherwise? I can go on and on and on, but here's the problem is that this president has been told by his lawyers from the outset, Jay Sekulow, who is a very good religious rights lawyer, but he's not a criminal defense lawyer. Dowd, John Dowd, who had to quit because he's Republican establishment. He couldn't go along with even the little bit that's being recommended the president is doing to fight back. And now, of course, you have Rudy Giuliani and Rudy Giuliani may very well be well-intentioned, but it looks to me like he's more in it for himself than he's in it for the president. This is the swan song of his career. He's getting up there in age. Nothing wrong with that. But he goes out on TV, and he he pontificates, and he spews, and he spins, and a lot of times it winds up contradicting what the president's saying, or in fact, even disclosing attorney-client confidences. So here's the problem here is that Mueller is sharpening his fangs. Mueller wants to introduce, at a minimum, a very damning impeachment report against the president. Now, we have a lot of important national issues that are out there today that need to be resolved. This Russian investigation and obstruction of justice investigation must come to a close. It's not going to come to a close by my former group bringing Freedom of Information Act suits. I do that, too, to get documents. But the group, but the issue is, what do you do with the documents? What do you do with all the information? Hannity sells his show every night on Fox News that he's got this great breaking news that's going to break everything open. Well, no, it's breaking the the ratings over open for Fox News and for Hannity, but it's not doing anything. And we hear the same tired, worn people every day say the same stuff. His monologue is exactly the same every single night. Frankly, I turn it off at this point because I want to see action, and that's. This open letter to the president, Mr. President, go with your own instincts. You want to keep those lawyers fine. Muzzle Giuliani, but go with your own instincts. And this week, we had phony articles of impeachment that were presented by two congressmen, Jim Jordan, and another one on Capitol Hill. I always forget his name. Begins with an M. And they didn't even set it down for a vote. This was with regard to Rod Rosenstein, this very corrupt deputy attorney general. It was all cosmetic. And we know that the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, is against impeaching Rosenstein, or for that matter, doing anything. He, in fact, has praised Mueller over the years. He is a two-faced, despicable human being. Fortunately, he's leaving in January, but he's doing damage up to that point. You've got Trey Gowdy, who's praised Mueller, who doesn't want Rosenstein impeached. The House is not going to impeach Rosenstein, but it does give the president cover to finally do something affirmative with regard to the Justice Department. He is technically the head of the Justice Department. He's the head of the executive branch. He is the chief executive officer. He can fire Rosenstein himself, and that's what he should do—not just to send a message, but to get somebody in there that will supervise Mueller, that will keep Mueller under control. Uh, this week, we're going to have the beginning of the Manafort trial in the Eastern District of Virginia. Manafort should never have been indicted by Mueller. Whether he should have been indicted by anybody else is another question. But Mueller didn't have the authority to indict him. And what he's indicted for has nothing to do with Russian collusion or the Trump campaign or obstruction of justice. Nothing. So no one will take control. And even this conservative, so-called conservative Reagan-appointed judge in Virginia lost his nerve, T.S. Ellis, and he's allowing this case to continue. No one has guts. It's all part of the Washington establishment. It's part of the swamp. It's part of the scandal industry. And you know what? i participated in that over the years. At least I got a finding that the president of the United States, Bill Clinton, had committed a crime. At least I triggered the China Gate scandal, which triggered, granted, legislation that was flawed, that later was largely thrown out by the Supreme Court, but I exposed that. At least I got the NSA, for a time, to be ordered to stop mass surveillance of the American people giving rise to the USA Freedom Act. Of course, the NSA and the CIA and the FBI... They violate that anyway. They don't care about any laws. So the president needs to take action himself. And he can't wait for Mueller to finish his investigation. He even had to put off the meeting with Vladimir Putin, thinking that that was going to influence the midterm elections, that maybe the Mueller investigation would be gone by the first of the year, and then he could meet with Putin. That meeting's very important. There's nothing wrong in talking with Russia and seeing what common ground we can have. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And the enemy of of me can help me in certain areas, even if we're still enemies. So the whole scenario is just out of whack. And you've got now Michael Cohen. Of course, Fox doesn't report this. It doesn't report a lot uh, because it wants to be a cheerleader for Trump. That's fine. Be a cheerleader, but also publish the downside, too. Okay, so I do watch. The evil CNN. I do watch the evil MSNBC. I want to see what the vicious, rabid, corrupt left is saying. And now Cohen, who's being represented by one of the sleaziest lawyers in American history, Lanny Davis, who I sued when I was at Judicial Watch. You know, Hannity always used to have him one. That tells you something about Hannity, too. You know, he want, hes two-faced. He wants to have it both ways. Lanny, uh, as we affectionately call him, has now taken control. Of Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen now says that he knew of a, that the president knew of a, a meeting with Donald Jr. and with Manafort and with Jared Kushner with you know Russian agents that were supposed to give the Trump campaign dirt on Hillary Clinton. Now that's not a crime in any event, but it tells you something is that Cohen now is cooperating with Manafort, with uh, Mueller. God knows what he has. God knows what tapes he has even if they're not incriminating, they can be very harmful to the president. And he's violating an attorney-client confidence. We're going to be filing bar complaints against him in New York. Okay, the man should be disbarred. He's not much of a lawyer anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. Went to the worst law school in the United States. Not that going to law school means the difference in how you become a lawyer, but it's kind of consistent with the way this guy's practiced law. But that's why the president needs to take matters into his own hands. First thing he can do is fire Rosenstein to get somebody in there that will actually have some control over Mueller's investigation and perhaps dismiss him. Let that person do it. So that's my advice. But let's also get back to what we've been doing with Citizens Grand Juries. We are going to be commencing a Citizens Grand Jury in Texas. I may move it from Dallas to Austin. I may be working in conjunction with Infowars on that because they at least allow me to get the message out contrary to Fox News. They don't want to do anything that could affect them. You know, they're run by the Murdoch Sons. The Murdoch Sons are liberals. Murdoch Sons got in the big trouble in Great Britain for wiretapping even the royal family years ago. So they're not, you know, they're there for ratings, but they're not there in the end to get results. And that's the problem. So these citizens' grand juries, if I can televise it through Infowars or, or whoever, others are invited to see what we're doing, will bring about justice. We'll indict we will convict and we will sentence Hillary Clinton we will indict we will convict we will sentence Robert Mueller we will indict we will convict we will sentence James Comey we will indict we will convict and we will sentence John Brennan the evil former head of Obama's CIA we will indict convict and sentence James Clapper and yes we will indict convict and sentence President Obama who's been behind all of this along with George Soros who has been financing a lot of this uh, illegal conduct. So that's why we need your help. And the president is going to need to step up to the plate after we get the convictions and the sentences. He's, he ha- would have the power at that point to order the U.S. Marshal Service to arrest Hillary Clinton, to arrest Robert Mueller, to arrest uh, James Comey, to arrest James Clapper, to arrest John Brennan, to arrest Obama. Now, we will have legitimate convictions because we're going to take the jurors off of neutral voter rolls we're going to get a retired judge or someone who's independent to try the case when we do try the case we're going to have a neutral jury we're not going to cook it we're not going to pack it the american people have the power to do this justice scalia said that in 1992 the grand juries belong to us the criminal process belongs to us we didn't even have a justice department until eighteen seven. so tune in to what we say i'm going to continue this in our next segment But the president can step in at that point and we can get justice. I'll be right back.
0: Hear, use the court and the law. Lethal. Bad. Special prosecutor Very bad. Larry Clayman.
1: If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org.
2: Picking up with the concept and reality of citizens' grand juries. Here's how we're going to do it. We set up a facility in Austin, Texas. We then get a retired judge for the eventual trial, but I will be the prosecutor that presents the evidence. To the grand jury. Again, people who are chosen independently, neutrally, not cooked. I mean, I don't go out there and look for conservatives or Republicans or whoever, actual citizens. There is so much evidence against Hillary Clinton, so much evidence against Robert Mueller. He's been leaking grand jury information. That's a crime. We're going to get some of those documents on September 4th from the Justice Department, from the Office of Special Counsel, and from the FBI. There's so much evidence with regard to James Comey and violating national security, taking government documents out and then leaking them. Other things that he did, he absur- subverted an investigation of mass surveillance of the American people. I went to him in good faith and he buried it because the FBI was involved. He was involved. You've got Struck and Page and what they were doing under Comey and against others, uh, under others at the FBI, like James Baker, the general counsel who's been forced to resign. You've got so much evidence with regard to John Brennan, a former head of the CIA, and Obama again, mass surveillance against the American people without probable cause that a crime was being committed, or that there was terrorism afoot. James Clapper, who lied to Congress, who uh, testified falsely and perjured himself that mass surveillance was not being undertaken by the NSA and by the CIA and the FBI, and of course. Snowden came forward later and we found out that wasn't true. And I had whistleblowers that confirmed that as well, who also came forward to Comey and elsewhere. You've got President Barack Obama who's committed so many crimes your head would spin. I don't need to get into them, but we will get convictions. Look, we have enough documents. That's why you get so frustrated. You, You guys want to know why I've been beating up on Fox news? Because they give a false impression that something's happening because to them, what counts are ratings, what Counts for Sean Hannity are ratings. You know, when he had a chance to stand there with people that believed in him, whether it was Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who's now been blackballed from Fox, he can't go on there, and he's running for the Senate. He's my client and my friend. When you talk about Cliven Bundy, who used the word Negro and trying to describe that he was mistreated by the federal government like African Americans in the Old South, Martin Luther King used to use the word Negro Well, Hannity was profiting from that. He was putting the Bundy standoff on TV every night. And then when there was criticism of Cliven that he used the word Negro and he was falsely called a racist, Hannity ran away from him. You don't hear anything about Bundy on Fox News. And it's a great story. And it's a story not just for conservatives, but for all Americans who will stand up for government tyranny. And then there's Judge Roy Moore, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Alabama, formally, who was smeared smeared unfairly, smeared with false information. It was orchestrated. He just brought a case this week down there in Alabama against the women who testified falsely against him. Yes, there are problems out here in Hollywood with a lot of uh, abuse of women and things like that. Homosexual abuse with Kevin Spacek and that kind of thing, you know, pedophilia and that kind of thing. But, The reality is most of these claims are false because these are people, women who are unhappy that they didn't get what they wanted. So they're striking back. And of course, the media, the leftist media goes crazy. And here, Judge Moore standing up for himself and he's saying, put up and shut up. Well, you know what? Judge Moore is unable to get on Fox and Fox didn't even report the two lawsuits that Judge Moore has brought. So start asking yourself the question. That's why you need to listen to this show, because I'm not worried about getting my face on Fox News like Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch, okay? I don't need Fox News. And after what I have to say, I'll never be on Fox News because we need the truth coming out to the American people. We need honesty. We need ethics. This station, I found, is not the most ethical. Now, certainly it's not as bad as CNN or MSNBC, but they have their problems too. In fact, this week I called for an investigation by the U.S. Attorney in the Southern District of New York Bill Shine, who used to be Roger Ailes' right-hand man. He enabled a lot of the alleged sexual harassment at Fox News. And you don't settle all these lawsuits, believe me, for tens of millions of dollars unless there was legitimate sexual harassment at Fox News. So, yes, I called for an investigation of that because it's clear that he gave bad advice to the president and Bill Shine, who was the henchman of Roger Ailes and covering all of this up, allegedly even taking a woman and sequestering her so she couldn't tell the truth and getting her psychiatrist this guy was recommended by hannity to become deputy white house chief of staff head of communications this is what we're dealing with and this is why freedom watch is taking the lead i'll be right back
0: that make corrupt politicians make wee-wee in their little pants. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But
1: we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it.
0: Special Prosecutor Larry Klayman.
1: Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate.
2: I'm back with my very good friend and colleague, Joel Gilbert, He's an activist. He's a conservative filmmaker in Hollywood, which is quite unusual. He's extremely talented and he's very observant. And he's someone who goes beyond just being a filmmaker. I mean, he's somebody who helps educate the American people in any way that he can. He's frequently on InfoWars. He's a host there. Uh, You know that I've been doing a lot of InfoWars lately because it allows me to say the truth and to get out to the American people. Uh, I want to introduce you to Joel Gilbert. He's been on before, but I want to reintroduce you because what he has to say is is so important. You know, he's different than Sasha Moron Cohen, as I have put him. Uh, you know, he's doing so much mischief these days with regard to Judge Roy Moore and, and others. But, Joel, uh, I want to ask you about what's your take on what's going on right now with regard to the president, with Michael Cohen, uh, with the president's lawyers who seem to be leading him down a primrose path to having his head chopped off uh, by Mueller. Uh, and get your understanding of what's been going on here in Hollywood lately in terms okay. of uh, the leftist vicious hatred of the president.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thanks for having me, Larry. And uh, great to be here from the uh, People's Republic of California. I am uh, holding down the fort for now. And uh, look. Uh, Hollywood has uh, just uh, come out in the open. Uh, they're really reflective of the Democrat Party. They really can't hold themselves back, so they tend to really talk more and say what other people and other Democrats are holding back in kind of a stealth manner. Uh, we've had this stealth socialism under Obama when he first ran for president. Remember, he ran as a mainstream candidate, cut the deficit in half, uh, barriers between man and a guy, man and God and a woman. I'm going to obey the Constitution. And as soon as he got into office, he threw everybody under the bus that voted for him and pursued this radical agenda that he tried to kind of keep under wraps, and the media kind of helped him. But now, when Trump was elected, the Democrats are just in open revolution. They're back to like they were in the 60s, you know, tear down the Constitution. uh, No more police. We don't want police. We don't want border control. We just want to have chaos and anarchy. And uh, the people in Hollywood are really reflecting that, that they no longer want to be stealth socialists. They want to be open socialists. Uh, as far as the uh, what's going on with Michael Cohen, for instance, I've actually talked to Michael Cohen over the years off and on, and I always found him to be a real slow, dopey kind of person. And I think that's probably why Trump did not bring him into the White House in any key role. I had heard that he, Michael Cohen wanted to come to Washington and have some kind of role, who knows, an attorney general or something. But Trump knew better that he really was just kind of a a guy that maybe was not a very capable lawyer, and that's why he didn't have a law firm. He just worked for Trump and handled kind of real estate tasks. So I'm really not concerned that Michael Cohen knows much or has much to say. I think uh, Trump probably kept him out of the loop, and he's just not a very bright guy, as far as I could ever tell from my, from my experience. Uh, but uh, the Mueller probe, you're right. It keeps going, and it's, it's a grave danger.
2: Well, you know, he he can be stupid, but stupid people do d- stupid things, and he'll be used by Mueller, even if he's an <laughs> incredibly dumb individual. And, of course, this week, at the end, on Friday, he came out with a statement, which, uh, you know, yeah, orchestrated well, by Lanny well, Davis, one well, of the there, sleaziest no lawyers.
1: Look, no yeah, question one of that, uh, you know Mueller's team probably profiled uh, Michael Cohen as the one guy that was uh, – you know, easily manipulated, could be charged and would cave in and might even be able to compose something interesting if they really pushed him. So I bet that uh, Cohen was targeted. They raided his office. Who's ever heard of a lawyer for a president or a lawyer for any person under investigation that their lawyer's offices get raided? I mean, this is just something that I'm to this day shocked that Trump did not react and simply end the Mueller investigation. Just because of that, it would have been justified.
2: Well, the president now has an opportunity. He has the cover of an albeit phony impeachment proceeding in the House of Representatives against Rosenstein. You know, they could have set it down uh, for a vote immediately and really called everybody's bluff on Rosenstein and his obstruction of justice and turning over documents. But they didn't. And of course, Speaker Ryan, uh, the two faced individual he is, the hater of Trump in reality, uh, the Republican establishment poster boy. Uh, yep. He says it'll never come to a vote. So now the, but the president at least has cover now to get rid of Rosenstein. So to get somebody in there, a little fire Mueller, he doesn't have to do it himself and, or at least limit what Mueller's doing within the mandates that it was originally provided. But the president is getting this lousy advice from Giuliani who's going out on TV, going out on Fox news and even CNN from time to time and promoting himself in my view. Uh, but, really not giving the president the strong advice that he needs. And of course, another one of the president's advisors who he reportedly talks to every night is Sean Hannity, who, you know, who, who doesn't, who barely has a high school education, you know? So he's getting really bad advice here. And that's why we've been pushing our citizen grand juries in our other cases. And, you know, out there, and you were pointing out how the left and the Democrats really want to deconstruct this country. They want to start, a civil war, they want to start a Bolshevik revolution. That's their goal. And, of course, not to go away are the likes of Louis Farrakhan of Nation of Islam where Black Lives Matter or those others. Now, yes, they've been quieter lately because they don't have their savior, Barack Obama, in office anymore. Okay, But they're still out there. And all these groups, the radical Muslims, the radical blacks, the radical atheists, the radical feminists, the radical gays, the radical lesbians, the radical transgenders, the radical... Uh, everything are going to be out there in the streets at some point because Trump's doing very well just this week, you know, GDP has gone up to 4%. percent they are not going to be able to withstand that because that's a threat to their concept of socialism or in some cases, communism. So Joel, I want to get your thoughts on that because we have lawsuits against Farrakhan, against black lives matter in Dallas. We've got cases against Antifa. We're doing what we can in the courts, but the American people need to be prepared for the worst. And we need to prevail.
1: Well, look, uh, there's no question that Donald Trump is an existential threat to the Democrat agenda, to their lies, to their fantasies, to their entire worldview. The more successful Donald Trump is, as you mentioned, with the GDP going up, the more it exposes them as complete frauds. And everything the Democrats care about is taking power. They're only interested in taking power. They don't have an agenda to help anybody. They have an agenda to take and keep power. The uh, Trump Agenda: The Trump train that keeps having success after success, win after win for America, infuriates them. And that's why they're getting more and more desperate. So I think we are in a very, very dangerous time as to what they could do legally or otherwise to try to stop Trump uh, from succeeding. Uh, As far as the Black Lives Matter and some of these groups, I mean, one of the saddest parts of uh, what we've seen in the last few years or even 10, 20, 50 years is how the white communists have manipulated and used black people to further an agenda based on making them fear racism or make claims of racism you know from my film dreams for my real father which i'm very well known for where i showed a mountain of evidence that obama's real father was the man that he admitted that raised him was a the, the black bolshevik or soviet agent named frank marshall davis out of chicago who was ordered to hawaii by the kremlin to try to start a strike and revolution in hawaii to kick out u.s naval forces before statehood uh, obama's father was a russian agent even if we don't have the DNA yet, Obama admits he was raised by Davis, and I believe radicalized by him. And, uh, you know, Frank Marshall Davis was used by white communists to try to recruit black people, because blacks would not buy into communism. They were religious people. They they were no fools. They believed in love of thy neighbor, uh, the Christian teachings, hardworking people. They wanted no part of atheism and Marxism and conflicts. And Obama followed in the footsteps of his real father, he went back to Chicago, and he was recruited and uh, promoted by white communists, by Bill Ayers and his gang. And the black people in Chicago didn't trust him. They didn't believe him. They didn't vote for him against Bobby Rush when he ran. And uh, even uh, one of the state senators said that Obama was like a a white man in blackface, promoting liberal, far-left radical ideas. Eventually he succeeded with this line that I'm going to help black people and minorities because of my skin color in fact obama did nothing for blacks everything got worse and worse in chicago in my movie there's no place like utopia i should talk to all these people they said look we're just getting poorer and poorer nothing improved under obama because he didn't have their interest at heart and you're going to see i think next week is this uh... Z has a couple series documentary coming out on BET and paramount about trayvon martin rest in power and this is another case where George Zimmerman, who was Hispanic, that uh, he got in an altercation with a young kid that uh, was getting his head beat in and his brains beat out on the uh, pavement uh, by Trayvon Martin. And unfortunately, uh, he had to shoot him because no one would help him after he was screaming for help for like a minute or two. And uh, Trayvon Martin would have gone to jail. Let's say he beat George Zimmerman's brains in or killed him. Uh, Trayvon Martin would be in jail right now. One, either in jail or for life, or at least 10 years he would have got for that assault on Zimmerman. Uh, so he was going to jail one way or the other. Uh, Zimmerman happened to save himself, but you're going to see this documentary that's going to try to stoke the uh, racial tensions and, again, manipulate black people and their emotions into voting for Democrats. That's what it's all about. The entire Trayvon Martin thing was in, don't forget, the spring of 2012, the Justice Department came down and got involved supposedly to investigate and said they sent, they sent agitators to organize protests because Obama wanted to manipulate black people in Florida to activate them to vote in November for him for president. Now i got the midterms coming up. Don't think it wasn't timed out by Obama BFF wingman, you know, uh, Jay-Z in uh, the July. Let's remind everybody about the Trayvon Martin killing and the injustice. I mean, they're... The injustice was Trayvon Martin grew up in the America that the Democrats created for black people, poor education, uh, broken homes uh, and so on.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, you're right, uh, Joel. But, you know, what I've been seeing among African-Americans in this country, you know, I travel a lot. I'm in Washington a lot. I'm in Florida uh, a lot, which is my home. And I'm out on the West Coast a lot is I ask cab drivers what they think. And I was taking a. A, a Uber actually to the airport the other day uh, in Los Angeles, and I, the cab driver was listening to NPR, and he was an African American guy. looked a lot like Dave Chappelle, <laughs> but for the fact he was driving an Uber, uh, I would have thought he was. And I figured he's very liberal, and all of a sudden he just comes out and he says, "I really love Donald Trump." You know, it just floored me. But I'm getting that more and more from African Americans because he's doing a lot for them, and you know what? To their advantage. And to their credit, like you say, they're not as prissy as white people are. And they don't mind the language of Donald Trump. uh, And they see the results of what's happening with regard to employment, with regard to other benefits in in this country. And so this is not something that's going to succeed with African-Americans in the long run. And I've I've come upon this a lot. I always ask cab drivers what they think because they're at ground level. Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting, unscientific poll. In terms of where this president's going with minorities. Same thing for Latinos. They understand this president's been good for them. So I'm very hopeful, but we need to save him because Robert Mueller wants to chop his head off. Robert Mueller is the titular head of the Democrat and the Republican establishments. They want Trump gone. Uh, And when you see pictures of George W. Bush sitting there with Bill Clinton, that
1: tells you the whole story about the two political parties. Yeah, no question. No question. Well, uh, look, uh, we're still in a time of grave danger. Uh, a duly elected president uh, being successful, uh, a party that feels he's an exiden- existential threat to their existence, will do anything to bring him down legally, and you got to worry about otherwise. Uh, they're, if they, they know that they're probably going to lose in the midterms. If they lose the midterms and they don't succeed in any kind of voter fraud that I'm sure they're contemplating, uh, I, I think they know they're finished. So I see them getting more and more desperate there. They're lying. The lies get worse and worse. The uh, agitation, the, the false claims, the, uh, you know, innuendos. Uh, I think uh, these are very dangerous times. Uh, and uh, I think patriots need to rally around the president and people like mm-hmm. yourself. And uh, I'm going to be on Infowars uh, hosting and I'm going to also talk about some of this agenda.
2: Yes. And as I pointed out earlier in the show, we hope to do our citizens grand juries in conjunction with InfoWars in Austin, Texas. I've made that proposal to Alex Jones. And because one thing about that, I mean, I get what I want to say out on Newsmax as well, uh, but it's not going to come out on Fox. They don't want to deal with anything that would offend the Murdoch sons who are running that, who are ultra liberals. But we need to take action now. And you guys are courageous. And I want you to televise it to the American people. they can see that we've done this properly and we're going to bring about justice and we're going to save this president. So, Joel, thank you for everything we do. And we'll have you on again. Thanks for having me today, Larry. All right. We'll be right back with our verdict on today's show.
0: Before he was a trial lawyer sliced them and diced them.
2: People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country, that put you at risk?
0: In a meat packing plant. I'm the
2: son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A
0: very special prosecutor,
2: Larry Klayman.
1: If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org.
2: I want you to go, listeners, to freedomwatchusa.org. I want you to take the podcasts of this radio show, which I post there, and you can also find them at www.radioamerica.com. I want you to share them with all of your friends, people that you believe in. Get it out there because the truth needs to be told and we need action. Enough entertainment on Fox news. We need to get to the truth. And we need to get to justice. And that's why beginning on September 25th in Dallas, Texas, or Austin, Texas, as the case may be, we will be commencing our citizens' grand juries. I need your strong contributions for that. This is very expensive. So you can go to freedomwatchusa.org. We need to bring about justice. And if President Trump is given bad advice again by Hannity or by his lawyers, Giuliani and others and he will not enforce the convictions and the sentences because he's afraid of blowback from Mueller because Mueller's investigation is going to be going on ad infinitum. Forget it. It's not ending. It's going to be out there for almost forever. Mueller is a product of not just the Democrat establishment, but the Republican establishment that wants to destroy our president because our president is taking on that establishment and cleaning up the swamp and breaking up their money train in Washington, D.C. So that's why if the president does not enforce the convictions and the sentencing through the U.S. Marshal Service and the Bureau of Prisons that we, the American people have the power to do citizens arrest. Now we will do it peacefully and legally. We don't want violence. The left wants violence. I had a case in, and I have a case in Oakland, California, San Francisco area against Antifa against the city of Berkeley. I was at a hearing last week and three goons from Antifa, threatening goons come in to the hearing. These people are violent and uh, we've got other cases dealing with Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, whose disciple killed cops in, in Dallas two years ago. And also Black Lives Matter, who has done the same. They, they provoked these deaths. We live in a dangerous world. The left wants to take us on in the streets. We're going to take them on legally and peacefully. We're not like them. We're not thugs. And while we have a Second Amendment a right to bear arms and self-defense and we should, should use it, and people should, be encouraged to carry weapons, but not to use them except for self-defense. Coming to that and for your home, we, the people, have the power in our legal system to rise up and to bring about our own justice. And that's what we did beginning in 1776 when King George III took back our criminal justice system to the court of King James. We created our own justice system. And... Our founding father said, we don't recognize the laws of the king. We will recognize the laws of God, the laws that he gave to us in the Bible, in the Talmud, and otherwise. In fact, this is the basis of our legal system, those laws. And when those laws are being violated, then the people need to rise up and enforce them. So that's why I urge you to go to freedomwatchusa.org. Listen to this radio show again every week. Share it with your friends. Send it out on Twitter. Send it out on Facebook. Send it out on Instagram. Send it out on all the media that you can. Because no, we are not Fox News. I'm not here for ratings. I'm not here to kiss the derriere of advertisers. I'm here to tell the truth and I'm here to restore our country. So please join Freedom Watch's Justice League. You are the superheroes. You are the equivalent of Batman. You are the equivalent of Wonder Woman. You are the equivalent of the Flash, of Aquaman, and of others. These individuals didn't look to the city of Gotham to solve crimes. They did it themselves. They had to take matters into their own hands. And that's what we now have to do, just like our founding fathers did in 1776. So please, go to freedomwatchusa.org contribute to our cause, their tax-deductible contributions. We need to ramp up. We need more lawyers. We need to finance the citizens' grand juries and everything else that we are doing. We are different than my former group, Judicial Watch. Documents are fine to get on TV, but now we need real justice. And real justice can only occur if we use the only tool that we have right now, which are citizens' grand juries. And real justice will occur if the president sheds the yoke of the bad advice that he's getting from sean hannity and also from his lawyers so god bless you god bless america god save america and we'll be back next week
0: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: dearly beloved we
1: are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
0: sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time